This is Stephanie, and this is the Mocha Minutes Podcast. Hey guys, before we get into the episode, I just wanted to let you know about something that's a little new here at the Mocha Minutes Podcast. We are now participating in Buy Me a Coffee. So, If you haven't heard, buymeacoffee.com is a place where you can show some um, support and some love monetarily to some of your favorite content creators. That includes me. (laughs) Um, So it's in the increments of either a dollar, three dollars or five dollars. And you can do as many as you would like. Um, So I just wanted to let you guys know would love, love, love some support. So if you would go to buy me a coffee.com backslash mocha minutes. I would greatly appreciate it. It will also be in the show notes. Okay, here we go. There is something I want to ask you. There is something that I want to know. And to this question, you have the much for joining me if you do not know that song you are not a real one i'm kidding 40 percent of the time okay about <laughs> that i'm 40 percent it's a 40 percent kid 40 percent um so welcome to june so let's run down with june is in june we celebrate fatherhood Ooh, that's heavy when i think about it in june we celebrate black music in june we also celebrate pride um, there is a TikTok by the name, by someone who in Beaujour, he had a visitor. I think this is his friend or his coworker. He was driving. He saw his coworker, had a bunch of balloons. They were rainbow, had, a, had I think, flowers, also a cookie cake that had rainbow um, stuff on it. And they, he was like, Tyler. And he said, <coughs> excuse me, happy gay month because you gay and stuff. And when I tell you I fucking died, I'm like, first of all, that's not funny. Second of all, I do that shit. And he's like, why would you bring this? Because you gay. Yeah, <laughs> like, obviously. It's because you're gay. About? And then he's like, oh, am I in your way? And he's like, yeah, all this ass. He's like, wait, I love what it. is going on? Okay. So today I asked somebody to come on this podcast for two reasons. One. Is because I just like talking to her, you know. Funny the fun. second reason, <laughs> the second reason is because this past weekend I went to the Black Pod Festival down in Atlanta, Georgia, <laughs> put on by the collective and owner. 
That's my girl with the red lip. Red is her signature, okay? And it was an amazing weekend. And the reason why I brought this person on is because she saw the call for speakers that before I did and said, hey, did y'all see this? You should apply. So if it wasn't for her, I probably would have missed it and I would not have applied. I did do that, didn't I? You see? She didn't even know that. She didn't know. Oh, so excited. So the voice that you hear is my manie boo. Um, But she got a new name. (laughs) It's the um, Blasian Butterscotch (laughs) Betty. The Blasian Butterscotch Betty in the house. AKA Charmaine from <laughs> who? How many po- the podcast she's not on? Maybe I should start listening to those. We got Militantly Mixed. We got By Furious. We mm-hmm. got Blurred Comics. Mm-hmm. What what else? She has a whole network. I have a, a soon to be new show called Queer and Far, a travel podcast, too. Not all a part. <laughs> it's all part of the main hustle media podcast network. Come on, main, because main mm-hmm. be hustling. Let me hustling. just say that main be hustling. I be hustling. So that I got um the play. I'm sorry. That is your triple B. Okay. Triple B. That is what she is. The Blazing Butterscotch <laughs> Bay. <laughs> hey, I'm hella light skinned, so you know. <laughs> so I asked her to come to the pod. Um, basically to interview me about um the Black Pod Festival. So now for this episode, Mocha Minutes, is now Butterscotch Minutes. Welcome to the Butterscotch <laughs> Minutes podcast. I am your host, Charmaine Fury, a.k.a. the Blasian Butterscotch Betty in the house. <laughs> Thank you. We're getting that. Like, I'm excited. Wait, what? Thank you so much for inviting me to talk to you about this because one, I did not have that on the top of my mind. I do remember dropping that in there in our group mm-hmm. chat. I do remember mm-hmm. that, but I didn't really make that connection when you sent it to me. No, now I understand that whole text message situation. <laughs> wow. Wow. Sometimes again, I'm 44. So sometimes it takes a minute. The memory Girl, is not what it used to I'm be. I'm 41, so I'm uh, where well, I'll be. I will be 41 in August. Let me say that. So you know, the fork it, the fuck it 40s is also the forgetful 40s. Um, Honey, you know. So, but I'm so glad that I um that you invited me for this because I I was already excited. I was just excited because you're my friend and I love you and I want all the flowers and all the chocolates and all of the all the butterscotches, like, all the butterscotches <laughs> will be thrown at your way. Bro, if you don't get like, if, don't be surprised if you get like a whole container of butterscotches in the mail sometime soon. That's going to be my new thing. Um, so thank you for inviting me to to do this and to also get to take over your show. Yeah, I know. A lot of people don't do it. Don't live a Shawnee here. This. He'd be like, excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited. I think, you know, you can trust me. I'm not going to. Well, I, oh, yeah. I know that I can get a little wild sometimes when I'm you not can. on my own shows because I can I can cut up a little bit. You, um, you can. But then you always invite people. Come on in here. Let's come to my show and, and cut up. OK, yeah. I'm like, OK. Yeah, you can come and cut up on my show and then I'll cut up on your show. But thank you for doing this because I'm excited. And I mean, when I got that first message from you that was like, um, you were like, it's unofficial, so don't tell nobody yet. But (laughs) I got 
I mean, I just felt special that I was one of those people, right? Like, it's not just that we got the group chat and we got the podcast play cousins, but like you and I have a special bond separate from the group chat. And so that you shared that with me, I was, I was already really appreciative and I'm just the kind of friend that is also a fan. And I have been a fan of yours from jump. Um, So I'm so excited. I'm so proud of you. Don't make me cry because, you know, I don't like to do that. The British part of me and the Japanese part of me is just like, bro, don't cry in front of people. They're like, man up, man. Yeah, (laughs) man up. (laughs) Shit. Man up. Um, But, you know, I I do. I do have a big, warm feelings for you. So I'm so excited. And um, I know we were talking and leading up to it because there was a period of time where you're just like, I got I got the invite. I'm coming like it's going to happen. I've never been to Atlanta. Am I going? <laughs> I was like, you are going. <laughs> you're like, you're going. And you're I'm like, going. Okay. Like, like fuck that shit. Going. Me, madam. So why don't you tell everybody first what was the uh, panel discussion that you were doing at the Black oh, Pod? That's Festival. good. Yeah. So I actually look at me. The- I came in with no notes. He's saying like, look, let me tell I you something. I dropped a good question right off the top. Boom. See, we see, this is how it's going to be. Y'all like, did y'all get married yet? <laughs> you it's and I can never okay? get through a conversation without like mad giggling and just like absolutely not. non sequiturs. I cannot, I, I am getting my ass to Baltimore. Some one of these, like yeah. it's been on my mind. Care. I'm gonna make it happen. I'm gonna make it happen. Yay. Oh my gosh. Talk, make it part of your podcast that you're traveling. But, Listen. um, so any I opportunity. Got- <laughs> yeah, uh, hello. <laughs> so <clears throat> excuse me. I actually got to give a um I was actually a speaker. So this is my, I think my fourth um time speaking. So it's interesting. So the first time I was on a panel, then the second time and that I was spoke, the Afros and that audio, was an Afros right? and audios, the first right. one I was on See, the panel. I know, I know the credits. See? I don't even need notes. I don't need notes. I'm a fan. <laughs> Shit. Oh my gosh. This is my third. One, two, three. Yeah, three. This is my third time. I have to think. No, it's not. It's fourth. Sorry. Um, it was. So <laughs> I got to, yeah, because I was like, wait a minute. No, I got to give everybody my credit, uh, um, their credit, because I got my blazing here. And there is another um person who like kicked me in my ass. <laughs> and I was like, girl, get you somebody gonna kick you in the ass. So the second time I spoke at iPhones or audios, that was virtual, right? And I was like, huh, this is, it's, it's kind of like, it's very interesting to look at because you're like, okay, I can do this. <sighs> so the third time I spoke again, Apples and audios, virtual. And then I spoke at Python and that was also virtual. This right. was the, so this is the fourth time. Yeah, fourth time I've sp- spoken. First time in person, and I was a speaker. I wasn't on the panel. So the first time in Afros and Audio, you went though, right? I the went. Person, we were that, in was person. Pre, that was pre-pandemic. Yeah. That was yeah, pre-pandemic. Yeah, it was pre-pandemic, and I was gotcha, on a gotcha. panel, which was great. So it was like I was on a panel. It wasn't yeah. like I was just by myself. You didn't have to foot the whole bill right up mm-hmm. the jump. That's so great. it was like it's a little bit like okay, I, I can do this. I can do this. I can do this. So I was just like, huh, this is a big deal. So my topic was about. Um, your voice powers your platform. And I think yes. when we think about um, podcasters, especially Black podcasters, sometimes we are called on to talk about things, even if that's not what we're doing. Because they're like, wait a minute, I'm only talking about television. I got to talk about race too? Yeah, probably, girl. Just because we're brown means that we got to 
It's like, no, because they're going to call you. It's like, I have friends who talk about Bravo. Now, Bravo's about reality TV. You know, fast forward to June 2020. And, you know, no matter what your podcast was on, you found white people because of George Floyd, because they had to watch a eight minute video. By the way, sidebar, I have never watched that full video. I don't think I ever will. I can't. I've seen I have seen more of it than I wanted to see, but mm-hmm. I, I cannot also. And yeah. having grown up in Long Beach and seeing that shit happen in real life, I, I don't need to watch any of the videos. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah, I, it's kind of like, yeah, I've never seen it and I don't think I'm going to see it. And I didn't like that, you know, because of the trial I learned is actually like nine minutes. Yeah, it's close to like, nine and change. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, Oh, I didn't need to know that. I could have went my whole life not knowing that it's actually not. That makes it actually kind of worse. That makes me feel for that young woman who filmed it. Yeah, it's eight minutes and 42 seconds from time that his knee went down. And Mm -hmm. I worked at a private school in L.A. at the time Mm -hmm. who decided to uh, kneel for eight minutes and 42 seconds in solidarity? Question mark. (laughs) <laughs> it's the question mark for me um question <laughs> <laughs> uh and then now i live here in the third ward of houston which is where george floyd is from so i i george mm, floyd is always right. present uh, there's murals right. everywhere there's a memorial to him i think where he used to live down the street from my house so he's an he's oh, a constant pre- okay. presence in my life um here in all of us who live here wow. in the third um yeah but it's yeah it's it's eight eight minutes and 42 seconds and then mm. the video itself is a little over nine minutes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, great. I didn't need to know that. Um, so when I think about that, it's kind of like for us being on a platform, it's a very big responsibility, even if you're not. Because um, I think during my talk, uh, people were like, oh, well, I don't, you don't talk about current events. It's like, okay, what if you were talking about, if you're a travel podcast, it's like you, if you're not travel discussing, black. hello. Mm-hmm. it's like if you're not giving tidbits if you're like i'm a travel podcast and you're not talking about places where black people may be unsafe if they travel internationally it's like are you helping or hurting mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. so that's where i was thinking of i'm like for me it's like because i'm that kind of podcast i think it's kind of easy but sometimes it's not you know i mean yeah i mean you deal with a lot of you have your current events sections and your high key, low key stuff. And then you have mm-hmm. your entertainment stuff too, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. it does, it almost always like society makes it so that we have to talk about like, everything what do you we're think? interested in through. What do you yeah. think? What do you think? <laughs> yeah. As, as a, as a butterscotch baddie, what is your opinion on the star Wars? Blah, blah, blah. Um, so oh, yeah, good I think Lord. <laughs> I haven't. I'm going to binge the episodes of Obi Wan. Mm. Um, out of solidarity for Moses, because I was yeah. like, oh. first of all, Moses is fine as hell. I would also Ain't ruin my know? life for Moses. Oh my God, um, also. Let me tell you something. It was like, yeah, like, oh my God, this is so bad. If the like, literally, them announcing a black stormtrooper did not give you any kind of inclination that we that the star wars fandom was racist i don't know what it is the racist misogynistic xenophobic you name it you also first of all in the trailer what they were giving was black jedi what Uh, they gave 
was not Black that stormtrooper. <laughs> it was just kind of like what they already pulled the wool over our eyes because that trailer was making us feel like even Samuel L. Jackson, aka my dad, told <laughs> my dad told him like my son, like as in right fellow black person in the Star Wars universe, you are my child. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we he was talking about Black Jedi Lives Matter and shit like that, and then we get Black Stormtrooper, and you know mm-hmm. what. John Boyega did what he did, and I absolutely love that man. And I will ride, you know. I like, I like how unapologetic he truly is. He's like, look, I don't give a good goddamn. Y'all pissed me off. Yeah, and y'all he, got st- my he stood up nurse. for Moses too, because like he good. came up for Moses, and he was like, y'all don't think <laughs> it. Like, how many people slid into our DMs for that anybody else had to deal with the stuff like mm-hmm. that we've had to deal with, and then like I said, extends. What's to, her name? Kelly Tran. Uh. Is it Kelly? I know she played the character Rose, but I forget what her first name is. I do think her last name is Tran, but she got it too. Right. They Um, chased her off the internet. They chased her off the whole fucking internet. Yeah. And and Daisy to a certain extent too. I mean, she's a white woman, but it was like, how dare you? I'm like, a vagina can't wield the force. No, yeah. Seriously. But, but yeah, like it doesn't matter what we talk about. We always have to talk about it from the black and brown perspective. And the only reason why I'm saying black and brown is because Mm -hmm. I am a mixed black person and I'm a mixed black Asian and I have to have my toes in both of those intersections. And so when they fuck with one, they fuck with the other. And I'm, I literally get no break. (laughs) Right. I mean, none of us get breaks, but you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, Hold on one sec. Okay. Ooh, y'all, we had to take a break, but we back. Mm, okay, I'm back to butterscotch. butterscotch in the house. <laughs> they be like, man, and P Valley coming back down in the valley where the girls get naked. <laughs> if there ain't nobody that's named butterscotch in your strip club, no girl. I don't know. <laughs> um, all right, where were we? So yeah, we were talking about just like generally, we can't we can't exist in any kind of regular ass conversation where we Mm -hmm. don't have to put forward our black and brown perspective um which is a what a lot different than like what a white woman i think would experience about like from a woman's perspective because Mm -hmm. ours is from a woman from a a black or brown person from a you know like we got all these Mm -hmm. commas um to everything we talk about so like mm. way too many so that you can't just have a fuck around podcast without it also being very serious about race Mm -hmm. and identity and stuff like that which is my entire bag like every show i do is about identity and race in some form or fashion like why you like talking about this like because i like being black i mean and literally like i can't get away from it you won't let me get away from it what so yeah i'm a fucking this is what i'm talking about so even my queer right. podcast is from the you know black and brown perspective as well although i've right. been inundated lately with a lot of white people because i'm doing a series on polyamory because i'm polyamorous mm-hmm. and it's really hard to find the black and poly <laughs> black and brown and poly folks because i keep i keep getting hit up from white folks and i'm just like just a reminder this is a lgbt plus <laughs> poc <laughs> people of a global majority um mm. So, yeah, yeah, we, we can't get away from it. Girl. So, I'm this nice. was entirely you. Like, you didn't have panelists. You didn't, you weren't, um, nope. you awesome. Yep. I was like, it didn't hit me until I was standing in the room. Going, <laughs> I really am just a speaker and I have a captive audience. OMG. I love this for you, though. <laughs> I was like, ooh. Seriously. Like, oh, gosh, I can do this. That's all I was thinking. I'm like, ooh, I can do this. Okay. Yeah. 
So did you feel, um, did you feel like you were ready for it when it happened? Or was it one of those things that you were kind of going through the motions until you actually got there on stage and you're like, oh shit, I better be ready. So this is the funny thing. I did my um, presentation mm-hmm. and I did a dry run and I had, um, so shout out to, I did it with my mom. My mom was there. <clears throat> Excuse me. So as she actually did I've been crocheting, braiding my hair for like basically the whole pandemic, even like a few months before. So mm-hmm. my hair seemingly, I feel like I'm natural, but I'm, I feel like I am, but not really. So she actually um, did the cornrows for me to put my crochet braids in. Cause I am a novice when it comes to cornrowing, but mm. my mom is like a Jedi master at this. <laughs> and she's like, Oh, of course I will. And so I went to her house. So shout out to, um, Kendrick from Reality and Comics 2 podcast and Taria from the What Else is Going On podcast because they joined me on a Zoom call and they listened to my presentation. Oh, that's dope. So while you were getting your, your hair done, you were also had Zoom people zooming in. So I actually, they're so funny. So I actually um, did the um, presentation and then my mom did my hair. Ah, so mm-hmm. gotcha. Oh, I just went Japanese for a second. What I said was, <laughs> I got it. <laughs> That's so funny. I went Japanese for a minute. Sometimes it just slips out. <laughs> you are so <laughs> like, no, oh my yeah. God. That's so funny. That's it. Yeah. I don't have to do Duolingo. I'm just going to come to Sherman. Just, just show up on me. <laughs> I'll teach you how to say bad words and, uh, like things that you insert like filler words and shit like that that's that's Ooh. the that's the peak japanese performance i got <laughs> oh mm-hmm. so because i did dry one i felt comfortable good and it's like mind you i had note had my presentation but it's like i felt everybody's like were you nervous and i'm like i would be i think i would have been nervous if i hadn't practiced sure and I think that's what it was. So it was great to basically, because one, it was still on Zoom. It wasn't like, but but my mother was in person. Right. Um, so I had the best of both worlds. I had people virtual and then I had her um, there. My brother also was there, but he had to leave a little bit um, early. He mm. had to go pick up my nephew. Um, so he was there too. And he was just like, oh, he's like, oh, I'm so excited for you. Like, so he couldn't say for the whole presentation, but he did hear some of it. He's like, I like that part. I liked it. So the fact that my mother, and I don't know if it was like, actually, I know. Even if my mother was, if my mother, my mother's not a podcaster, mm-hmm. but she liked the presentation because she understood it. She's very much about, it's what you say and how you say it. Yeah. So it's kind of like, she, the fact that she appreciated it too, it's like, okay. Okay. Because the folks that attended um, my session, mm-hmm. a lot of them were newer podcasts. So okay. people who are like maybe either up about to celebrate a year or just a little over a, a year. Mm. There weren't too many. There weren't a lot of veterans, maybe like two or three veterans. Mm. Um, but a lot. But it was kind of like because there were so many sessions going on at the same time. Yeah. A lot of people who were like just starting out. Am I going the right way? It was great to have people who were new, like, huh, yeah. And from the jump, like from the the moment you entered the space that was the Black Pod Fest was at, like you you felt in community, right? Like you felt like you were comfortable and everything, and oh nothing, my god, nothing threw you. I didn't off. feel like 
oh my goodness, imposter syndrome. I That's think the first time awesome. went to Afros and Audios, even though it was their first podcast festival, mm-hmm. it was a lot of veterans in the room. I, I remember actually, you having imposter syndrome. We talked a little bit about it. Right. I was like, what am I doing here? It's like, and I was Sweet like, and Jay with mocha minutes. I know That's what you're Let doing. Let me tell y'all there. something. She was like, girl, what you mean? I'm like, I, but I'm just saying, because I got um, white cheddar cheese. It's from Diamond from Marsh's Plate. No. Okay. I'm like, okay. I'm like, this is the most auntie shit I've ever seen. That is my girl. Okay. I was like, what are you eating? And because th- one, she had like, you know how like usually cheeses come in a bag. I was like, wait a minute. In Texas, they come in little boxes and they cute and shit. <laughs> I'm so mad. I haven't seen that. I know I'm out here in Texas, but I ain't seen that. <laughs> she had like it was like a little bag, like the basically the same size as like the little bag that you get from yeah. the store. It was in a cute little box. I'm like, That's I funny. am so jealous. That's funny. Your little cheeses come in a box, and I got to meet Queen and Jay from Tea with Queen and Jay. Mm-hmm. I had listened to the episode they put out right before Afros and Audio, and Queen was talking about she didn't like to be hugged. I remember that. So when I saw her in the corner, I was like, I just want to say hi. I'm not going to hug you. And she went, you listen. She looked at me like, oh. Listen, that heard the episode. goes a long she, way. Right. And she hugged me anyway. And I was like, y'all, everybody don't, Queen listen. don't hug everybody. I just want you to know. Listen, I'm the same. I am. So I am black, Japanese and British. I grew up with a British grandmother and a Japanese grandmother. And uh, there was not a whole lot of affection in <laughs> my childhood. So I am weird about her. Well, not weird. Y'all mm-hmm. are weird. Um, I, I'm, not, <laughs> I, I'm no, just I'm like, I'm, I'm tentative about it. Like, it takes mm-hmm. me a minute to get there with folks. But like, like you, I've known, even though virtually, I've known for almost mm-hmm five is it well four a little four over years? four years yeah about four mm-hmm. years i think because yeah. i'm about to hit my fourth anniversary so maybe just just under four yeah. years or something yeah. right? um and i already feel like i can hug you as soon as i see you that's not gonna be a big deal i know i've <laughs> hugged brandon um oh my god i hugged brandon too I've, I've hugged brandon and devin and devin um, I, I feel like when i when it's not an if when i meet rashani i probably am gonna cry Rashani yeah Rashani like we have such a weird relationship because we we went to the same high school but we didn't know each other at the time but I knew yeah, his that's brother very interesting that like y'all like it's high school so should have been weird. stupid did y'all wait did y'all graduate the same year too no so he's he's a grade or two he's two grades under me and I'm one oh, grade okay. under his or and I'm two grades under his brother I think so mm-hmm. I knew his brother because his brother hangs with my cousin Mm-hmm. and so i knew his brother but his brother didn't remember me so when i saw rashani a couple years ago wow that was pre-pandemic last mm. time i saw rashani was a couple years ago i was up in sacramento doing my own speaking engagement um mm-hmm. and uh so rashani left work to come in and eat with me mm. and his brother just so happened to walk into the same spot that we were eating and so he's like that's my brother right there i'm like yeah i i remember him but he didn't remember me i also oh. don't have curly hair anymore and shit like that too so not that I, I you mean, had curly all, hair. Oh my God. I did back in the day because I, I I really struggled. So the thing is, like, I grew up in Long Beach. I grew up mm-hmm. part time in Sacramento, part time in Long Beach. But when I was in Long Beach, I was a black girl who happened to be mixed. Like I was a black girl with a Japanese mom. Right. Mm. I it took me leaving Long Beach to find out that I was not black to other people. Um, and so I really struggle with like not being outwardly black to non black folks like black people always can tell I'm black. It's no question. It's in my face. It's in my body. Right. Um, but but my hair is mostly straight. 
it's it gets wavy after a period of time after a certain length and stuff like that but not wavy enough where you look and be like that's mixed girl hair kind of a thing Mm-hmm. So I started getting perms when I was like 14 to like mm, okay. help, I guess. Mm-hmm. Cause whenever mm-hmm. I when I was younger, whenever I did have curly hair or my hair curled, people always said, Oh, I can tell you're a black girl now. So that was stuck in my head. Oh, so I, okay. I was I got perms for about 10 years, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, about 10 years. Um because I felt like it helped people tell that I was black. It may basically just made everybody think I was Mexican, but um, you know, that uh, we go through our journeys. <laughs> <You're> like, uh, so <laughs> I tell people Sorry, like I became mixed when I left Long Beach because that's when I realized people were like, what are you? And shit like that. Um, and so I think maybe too, like he may not remember me as like Desiree's mixed cousin, you know, like that might be why he didn't remember me or whatever uh but yeah Rashani is one of those people like you just the the love just fucking pours out of him and mm-hmm. you can't help it so yeah I hugged I hugged Rashani um Sean Bay ha- has always allowed me to hug him from the side because like he's known it about me for so many years so like he reaches out for me but he lets me position mm-hmm. myself um <laughs> He's a dope friend. I was why like, does it, why does it sound like Hitch? It's like make her. It's like what? He he just like he got a like he also is like super protective of me like because he knows how weird I am about crowds and stuff like that too. So like mm-hmm. when we go to comic cons together, he like makes a bubble of like he's come on he's protection. Huge, right? He's like super big dude, and he like puts his arms out but not touches me, but puts his arms around me and be like, okay, we're gonna go get a snack, and he'll like steer me away from the crowd when he can tell that I'm getting anxious and stuff like that. Um, he's 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 a dope friend, but like yeah, uh-huh. so he's always kind of let me like hug him from the side, and so I kind of do this. I don't do like a full body hug. I gotta do this mm-hmm. like side hug where I like touch the tummy of dudes. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what it is. Yeah, um, I feel maybe like every like- podcast that I'm gonna cry that I haven't missed. I haven't met yet wade yeah. this is the same way yeah it's like I, I forget that i haven't met wade and you in, in person and even like mm. you know mike too like mike yeah, like he just reaches out for like auntie advice all the time and i I'm he does because like, yeah, i was like wait because i met see brandon um devin michael. yeah met mike y'all live not too far from each other right? no i did michael was there too because we had okay. um me and Brandon had actually went to go see Knives Out together, which is why mm. I was like, I love that movie. I love. And we also too. all had dinner. It was me, him, and Mike. We all had dinner. I think after That's the cute. movie. I'm trying to think after or before the movie. I'm old. I don't remember. But then I um had dinner with Devin separately, so it was like separate. I'm like, no, I need a whole big old thing. It's like because you know Devin is you know three sheets to the wind. I'm kidding. You know. Yeah, hope for the Bro, streets and the listen, <laughs> Every time I've seen that fool, like, because he's come out to LA a couple of times. Mm. Every time I see him, he's a little bit lit. I'm <laughs> like, I'm like, I want to be, I want to be this free. That's all I have to say. Except like, the only time he wasn't that free was mm-hmm. when we went to WonderCon together. Like it was oh. Brandon, um, Sean Bay, myself, and uh, mm-hmm. and Devin. And he, mm-hmm. I mean, he's wild anyway. He don't need alcohol. He's wild. He don't. He don't. Yeah. It's okay. like, man, sober Devin is the best because it's like Actually, you think it's a drunk Devin. Devin. Forever. Um, because he's so busy. He's not then, on like, the internets either. He's not as much in the group chat. No, no, because he be he too busy. <laughs> um, but see, just like I said, we meander. So let's get back Come on, to the- tangent. <laughs> Come on, tangent. You know, I will. I will let it go. I will go all the way. But I'm doing your show, so I have more of a responsibility. Woo! 
I have to be a professional because I'm I'm doing butterscotch minutes on the Mocha Minute show. Um, (laughs) Every every opportunity. They're like, wait, what? Butterscotch minutes. Uh, For those of you who can't see me, it's because I'm a yellow brown presenting mixed black Asian. So I'm butterscotch minutes. Um, That's what's happening. Uh, Because you don't put pictures on your your page, right? You just got you have your logo and shit on Mm -hmm. your yeah. So. I'm, I'm butterscotch brown that's what y'all need to know ah. all right <laughs> so that's I remember so you talking about being an imposter syndrome I remember I remember giving you my my talk about like they wouldn't have invited you if you weren't the I, right person and I remember that too um because I'm a friend I'm throwing flowers I'm getting excited for any of the shit my friends do I don't care I you I, I never understand this. Like we do the same thing. So we're in competition. Like you and I have different audiences. We have different perspectives. There is room for both of us. Why, you know, so like if somebody called you up and was like, you going to do this show, or if they sent you uh, an approval to an application, you get to have a panel or you get to speak, then yes, you are the right person for that job. And that's, that's yeah. why you got accepted. And so I'm, I'm glad that you went through it. Cause I remember, I remember that, that, it was, I guess that was the first big event post starting your podcast too. Yeah. That you we're going to yeah. be participating in. Um, so I, I, I love to have been along for the ride as a, as a fan and as a friend to see you go from your, I can't believe I'm about to do my first podcast festival to guess what I'm, I'm holding my own, um, I, I keep I, I know I keep saying se- session there you go session mm-hmm. I was gonna say panel again but session I'm about to say sex what no, <laughs> on the brain. On but um <laughs> sorry I've been like way trash lately too I, I, had, I had no business I had no business being on old man Wade's show the other day because I was like way too talkative um oh I gotta get back on Wade's show I'm yeah just- for real yeah. actually yeah. we need to have a because you and i have not done wade's show together and he's been getting no at us for like we three have years. oh my god he's wanted he both has. of us to be on his show together for like years so yeah we gotta make that happen shout out to we old do. man wade. shout um, out wade damn it yeah. wade <laughs> damn it wade oh I'm yeah sorry. i didn't say that last time we were on this show um, <laughs> my bad my bad wade um, my bad, wade. but so i'm glad to see you hit this direction where like I can see a future in which there isn't a podcast festival that you don't have a session that you don't get to um, talk on things, whatever that ends up being like, it could literally just be the, the, uh, a thing for the Bravo sets, you know, like it doesn't always have to be as much as people like to make it so that we can't talk about anything that doesn't include race. I think it's right. also a case that you can legitimately, like I've seen your, I've seen the two, I don't know what's going on. Cause I don't watch Bravo and I don't know. The oh show my God. Doing. Can I just but, tell you sound like cook? She'll be like, girl, I'll be watching the shows. I'll just be like watching you talk about it. I like, li- legit, like I am, I follow your whole Twitter thread. Like you will go back and forth with people and stuff like that. And I'm just like, just here, like, that's my Bravo show is, is you tweeting <laughs> to somebody else or like love after lockout or whatever it is like you'll, yeah, you'll drop all these love after lockout, um, the you drop all these things and i'm just like yeah i don't know anything about this but i i know <laughs> stephanie knows um so like i think that would be fun to to get to see you be able to to play at it oh, too that it doesn't gosh. always have to be this but I'm also excited that you that's something that you did that you talked about the usage of our voices because I think it goes it goes beyond I I, I've said this on my show too so I I believe this it goes Mm -hmm. beyond just like 
using our voices for whatever reason, whatever service, whatever um, activism, like what it goes beyond that. It's the literal listening to the sound of a black woman voice. It's the listening to the sound of a non-accented Asian person's voice. You know, like, okay, you know what I'm saying? Like, these are important things to have here so that uh, people's ears get trained to hear us so that like they don't freak out to find out that Elmo is voiced by a black man. You know what I'm saying? Like sure. that, the reason why that popped in my head is because someone mentioned it on my show the other day. And I was like, oh yeah, that people did freak out about that. But like they really hearing... did. Like, what do you mean he black? He also <laughs> went to my college too. Oh, he did? Yes. Um, he was a Towson, he's a Towson grad. It's just so funny to think that people can't or or just like animated voices. Like they can't even believe that there's a black person or a brown person voicing a character and stuff like that. And they feel somehow right. betrayed. So I think it's it's not just that it's important what we say. I think it's also the sound of our voices is very important mm-hmm. and elevating opportunities that allow us to use our voices beyond podcasting. Podcasting is crazy accessible. Like with anchor and with you having a phone, you could literally start your podcast and like, you know, get it going. And then of course you can start adding money to things as, as you are able to do it. So there's a lot of access and using those opportunities for us to speak, I think is important. And I think it's fun to be able to have a show like Mocha Minutes where you get to get a little bit messy about what's happening in the news or, Uh, you know, imagine if I wasn't doing this and I wasn't being messy or trying to just play it safe. Listen, you and I probably wouldn't have been able to connect. I think so. It's like, sometimes I think about that. It's like, if I had just been like, you know what? I'm just going to keep it light or keep it funky. And I'm like, but that wouldn't be, that wouldn't be me. It wouldn't be you. And I think, and there's a lot of people are like, oh, I I could act like this doesn't bother me, but I know that it does. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I'm not going to pretend that I don't see it. It's like, I'm. The emperor is naked. That's that's it. Yeah. But for those, it's kind of like that was also part of my um, presentation because I think um, when we look at you know the people who have lost things, especially black women, when we open our mouths, it's mm. like we could be labeled difficult, and then it's like oh, and you're really no just one's expressing gonna... a single emotion, right? And it's like oh my god, today. you're like you are difficult. Why are you calling mm. me difficult? I'm like because you're not. I'm not doing what you say. I'm yeah. not behaving the way you want. I'm like, as, and I have issues with both of these people. I don't want to watch two black people go at it, but the uh, the conversation around DL and Monique is just driving me batty. Because yeah. I'm like, and shout out to Span, who actually was there that night. And it's like, gave his perspective. So if you guys are listening, check out the Span report. He was there the night that Monique was talking about DL Hughley. He was there. And I'm like, oh, yeah, because people need to hear this. And he was just like, man, oh, man. Hmm. But again, that label of her being difficult has followed her. Yeah. It just has followed her. And it's such an easy cop out, too. And I, I was, you know, I, I haven't I've only kept in little bits and pieces of like it, little so like, yeah, like, like I haven't been diving all the way in because I'm I, I just I, I just don't want to see. I don't like women get cut down in public. And I also don't know enough, you know, to engage on it necessarily. But I, I, I just want there to be room for a quote unquote messy, a woman, black woman to be messy on occasion. Right. It's like, if, if she wrong, it's like, okay, then she's wrong. Because sure. I think it's like, it's fine, but it, 
what if it's why does like, it need to be bigger, bigger like that is that. that she's wrong then like see this light of my own fuck with her now i'm like right those people and shout out to fan who said it they came to see monique right it's like she does have a fan base she had a residence residency residency and other place i think it's either vegas or atlanta city one of mm. them baby was booked and i think um and i haven't dug too deep in it so seriously that's why i say y'all need to listen to this fan where basically dl allegedly did not want to he was not going to follow monique so they essentially and it seems like this is more the promote on the promoter's head than anybody else not really mm. dl that they put dl last and it was became, supposed to be her show and it's supposed to be, to be her, her show and I don't know if they're trying to say like, oh, if we didn't put DL on, nobody would have bought the tickets. And it was like, to Span's point, I didn't even know he was going to be there. Listen, the but that's the amount like, of times that I would have not pay attention to DL Hughley. <laughs> it's like the thing about this, he is the fourth funniest king of comedy, and there was only four of them. Oh, that's funny. I'm sorry. Um, I, I I usually um don't shade him. I'm kidding. Yes, I do. Um. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, I'm going to forever shade a man who, you know what? Nope. I'm not bringing that up on this. Nope. Can't do it again. That's I won't funny. do it. Then I'm like, no, cause I'm sorry. I'm not. I mean, I think everybody's messy, right? Like you, yeah. there's thing. It doesn't. Okay. It doesn't really a hundred percent take away from any things that you've done really well. Monique's right. performance in, in precious was fucking amazing. She won a whole Oscar. If she has been problematic to work with or whatever, okay, that's part of her story too. Um, I mean, I think to me, the most problematic thing I really ever witnessed was the whole you shouldn't wear bonnets out in public thing, which is just like, uh, it's, that un- part, it's, it's, like it's unnecessary to talk about. Like, it's like, girl, if you don't shut up, it's like, you know we my were life? for you. We were all you know- rooting for you. <laughs> <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> like, it's really like, literally, like if I'm going out in a bonnet, like, who cares if a celebrity said, don't He's go like, out and buy hello and my love like if you don't go to hell <laughs> you know so i mean to me like and that's kind of where it ends for me because i i i have heard for years that she was difficult and i always have heard that she was difficult from men mm-hmm. um and i also know as a you know black and brown femme that mm-hmm. i can be difficult when i'm literally just doing my job or i'm right. just existing or breathing You're like why is or, she difficult do you yeah. know what she did to me like she told you no. Like, I don't, she told you no. Like, I, like just I, said, I, I just said no. So, you know, I, I I'll take it with a grain of salt. And the thing is, has DL had some videos where he said some really good, smart stuff about what it's like to be a family person or what it's like to this? Yeah, sure. Fine. But he's also mm-hmm. been out there being trash. So that's the other uh, part. It's you know like, what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to see us cutting each other down. Um, and not in a way of like, don't cut each other down because the white people are watching. Cause, right, just because, you know, stop, it's just literally it, like it, it gives me pause that the quickest folks to do it have actually been black. men. Yeah. Like, and y'all it's be not the necessary. first person to do it. And we and don't need to do that. It's like it, it's, it's weird to watch the dynamic because it's it really gives off. Let's put this woman in her place. And it's yeah. always going to bother me. It's like it. Y'all can say what you want about Monique. It's like, is she putting up with your shit? No. Also, if she's angry now, because for fucking decades, she's been treated as the difficult black woman, when she might not have been sometimes, you know, I'm not saying she can't be. 
I'm saying like, it's very possible she wasn't sometimes that she's been accused of it because I think all of us really have done odd that? about that whole how dare she want to be paid for um promoting precious you know who did that and no one said that he was wrong Kevin Hart no one gave him shit and I don't know what it was it's like you're gonna have to pay me to do um promotion and they paid him if it's not part of their originally negotiated contract, right. then yes, they absolutely should, should get paid. pay them. There is. So I used to work in the entertainment industry. So I, I know what deal members can look like and I know what contracts can look like. And, and there are cases, depending on how big a star someone is, where a percentage of their payment is dedicated towards you're going to do this amount because it's usually written mm-hmm. in. You have to do this red carpet at this location and this location, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. So if you are telling if you're telling somebody you need to promote this, this part was not in your contract where you need to promote it at X, Y, Z place, but this place was not in my contract. Then what are you paying me for the extra time and labor? And why doesn't she deserve extra money for extra work just because she already got paid for doing the movie? She got paid for doing the movie. Movie. She didn't get paid for the promotion because it was an independent film and they didn't have the budget. But once it popped off and once it got as big as it was, that money is now available and she should have gotten paid and anybody else, um, you know, Gabby should have gotten paid if she did promotion Yeah, because I think she also said that she paid for Gabby's glam because they weren't paying for that. I'm like, I'm very confused. Yeah, so I get it. Like we were an independent movie. I'm like, but you had the backing of Oprah, so it's kind of like it's so much nuance there. Yeah, and the thing about this, I'm not. It's like, is she loud and boisterous? Yes, because she was trying to tell me about this bonnet, honey, and I'm like, and talking about (laughs) mental health. It's like, girl, if you don't shut the hell up, I am just going to Walmart. And you like you you stood on the premise. I gotta get my whole head done just to go. I gotta get my head done to go to the Walmart. It's like they're flying on a petri dish, and you're telling them they got to show them. Like, girl, do better. Also, what's the difference? Honestly, it's a head covering. What is the difference from between wearing a bonnet to Walmart and wearing a baseball cap? Girl, I don't know. But the fact she's like, y'all wearing pajamas, I'm going to Walmart, or like they're at the airport. I'm, girl, I don't care. Fly comfortably. It's like, girl, I don't have time for this, but that is not a bow. So this is what I'm talking about. Like we we are a mix between regular ass people that can be problematic sometimes and helpful to the community as others and that's the other part as black people we always have to be helpful to the community when we're out there doing something public um Mm -hmm. some of us want to do that with our with our platforms and some of that time is dedicated to that but sometimes we want to fuck around and be nerds or you know or talk about goofy shit and why don't we have that why don't we have that space so why don't we have that option I mean, I know that we meandered a little bit, but it was kind of off the topic of, of your your, your uh, voice. session being about is, using your voice. Is that I think it's just as important to use your voice to be fucking around and having fun. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole frolic videos on TikTok is true. Sometimes we just need to see us What you mean that we can't frolic? This ain't about you. You can frolic all you want, but you're not frolicking on a bandwagon. And hashtagging it. And it's so it. weird to watch. Black I'm boy like, joy. And it's like, you see that. And it was like, literally, read the room. Read the room. You, you don't have to be present all the time. You I, don't. I, white people, I know it's a surprise, but guess what? I lived most of my life barely seeing white people until I until I moved to Sacramento. I went, mm. I went most of my life where the only white person I saw on a regular basis was my British grandmother. Because she oh. lived in my house. 
I did not have a white centric life childhood. I didn't. I, I didn't start seeing white people regularly until I was 15 when I moved. Really? Yeah. I don't have a white life. Like, I, yeah, I don't have a white. I don't have a white. <laughs> so I don't like I, I don't center whiteness. Like it's not my default where I know that even mm-hmm. for a lot of black folks, it is their default because their existence is surrounded by whiteness. I grew up in Long Beach in North mm. Long Beach, where I went to it was predominantly black and a little bit Mexican and a little less Asian. And then like five white I people that got high in the parking Asian. lot. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't I don't center them. I, I have some of them in my family technically ethnically i'm half but i don't know anybody i know one lady i know one white lady in my family really yeah just my just my nana i know one white lady i mean i have eventually like i've met a cousin from australia and shit like that and we hang Mm -hmm. out we travel or whatever but um about that yeah so i have like two (laughs) i've met i've met three white white people people i'm related no (laughs) now that i'm thinking about it i've met four white people i'm related to my british nana my third cousin who lives in australia my great uncle, which was my Nana's brother and my white grandfather, I've met like a handful of times, but I could, I don't know him. I don't know any of these people regularly. So like what I, don't, I don't know. Her. I, don't, like, I, don't I don't know who this I'm man sorry is, to but this sorry man. to this man. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, so I don't have a very white centric life. And I mean, even though I, well, and now I live in the third ward of Houston. So um, I black. I'm not around white people very often. I was when I lived in LA and shit like that, but I, and mm-hmm. when I lived in Boston, but I don't have a white center like so whites are not my default. What is my default is black women. And I want to see black women goofy. Mm-hmm. I want to see them be nerds. I want to mm-hmm. see them be fucking fairies or mermaids if they fucking want no to mermaids. be like they're like it's happening on TikTok right now. Listen, black fae mm-hmm. and black mermaid TikTok, my whole life. Ooh. every day my whole life i'm i'm, I'm here for it it's hell yeah, i like that I it looks like so that. fun um so so when i think about this like i when i when i see that we're we're the ones cutting each other down and or that um someone's trying to get a bigger paycheck than a white woman or than a black woman just on the merit of having a penis fuck you. yeah so this is gonna make me delve more into it which girl why <laughs> we didn't um, need to I was like, damn it, I don't want to get this far into this, but yet y'all like every time I try to get out, y'all sucking me back. In. <laughs> it was like, damn it, I don't want to have to deal with this, but yet here I go. Yeah, I go. It's like I heard y'all were looking for me, bitch. Here I go. <laughs> well, do you want to turn turn tables a little bit and head back yep. into sure? Let's do? do it. All right. So let's talk a little, a little bit about what it felt like, not just your, your session, but just what is the experience of being at a black produced black run black podcast festival in a black ass city. It felt so good. And it felt so familiar. It did not feel like I was walking to a room full of strangers, even though technically I was, Mm -hmm. but it just felt like a family reunion. This is what I love the most about being black. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. I, I, I say this in a way that means like, like historically, I think the reason why we we say we're family, why we call each other cousins and shit like that is because like they literally took us from our homes and our families. They separated us. And then when mm-hmm. they got us here, they separ- us, separated us further and took us from our mothers and our fathers and our, you know, took our babies away. We were ticks in a book, it. not even a you name, know, just right. ticks. So like, we literally don't know we're not related. Right. And I feel like there is something there as to why we feel like we're family when we enter a space yeah. together. 
And I think that's the most beautiful thing about it is that it didn't, I'm like, have you met this person? No. No. But OMG, OMG. Are we cousins? Yes. <laughs> it's like, absolutely. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Love it, love it, love it, love it. That's good. And you hadn't been to Atlanta before. So did you get around? Not. So I didn't get around too much because, you know, when I did my travel one, I took a train down just mm. so I can have like some, I'm not so doing anything. Time. I'm not like, I'm like, oh, I got to rush and get there. I don't because I'm just going to enjoy. Nice. Right? I'm glad you did that. So I didn't rent a car because I was like, I have too many people that I know who live in Atlanta or um, are from Atlanta complaining about the um traffic. I'm like, girl. Oh, do you not have a bad traffic town and you don't live in a bad oh i live in baltimore city? so it's like i'm used to that it's like oh, if you're okay. like in a like a heavy like a metropolitan area yeah um all everybody has their own traffic you know and it's something you just used to it i'm like girl i hear about it one i just heard it was like congested but also <laughs> some of these folks can't drive and i'm like girl that sounds familiar everybody everybody in the metro area they have that kind of story so yeah. it's like i didn't um I didn't meander around too much, but I did, as a, and I'm a Bravo fan. I went to Old Lady Gang, which is Candy Burris's restaurant, and the food was mm. good. And I was like, okay, it's a nice space. I saw some. I saw a few of the cast members of um, Candy and the Gang. I saw saw Shondrika. Everybody who's listening, like, who? I'm like, if you are a fan, I saw Shondrika. I saw Torin. Patrick was was parking cars, so I'm like, they are working. And so at the time, they were really, really working. Okay. And there were no cameras. And y'all were asking. They were not filming it the day mm. that I went. So there's that. Man, um, <laughs> you could have been just in the background. On I am in the background like, girls, your damn mind. Right, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, could you imagine? I'm going to have to sign a release. Of course I will. Let me sign this release mm-hmm. real quick. So it was a good Like, Chandrika was adorable. Um, But it's like she was working. Everybody, and I know people are like, you didn't get a picture with her? I'm like, she was at, she was at work. And yeah. hello, hi. As a professional, I'm like, I don't bother too many people at work. Yeah. I used to work in the, like I said, I've already said it, entertainment business. I, mm-hmm. There's so many people I've met that I haven't taken a picture with. And and yeah, I would like to remember that, but that's just in your head. You know, like you can't, these are regular ass people who happen to be famous. They have you on a reality show. Like they, they weren't, I wasn't on a to. movie set. Yeah. They don't want to do that shit. Like, like, it's like they used, at work. They're at work. Like, uh, I remember once I was at a vet, my vet for my cats in LA, and we saw mm-hmm. Emmy Rossum, the white girl from what's that show called? Shameless. And she was oh, so was excited. A white girl from a TV show. But we okay. watched that TV show at the time. And so Tristan's mm-hmm. like waving at her from across the room and stuff like that. I'm like, she is just at the vet with her fucking dog. She don't give a fuck about a fan. Like, leave her right. alone. It's like, like, her... like Tristan trying to turn you into the paparazzi. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, leave her alone. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's only a few people that I think I would lose my mind. Like if I don't get an opportunity to take a picture with, with my dad, Samuel. Jackson, yeah, I think that one was like, I feel like you'd run down the street after him. Samuel! That one would be rough. Dad! I used I used to work with his daughter too. And I had to like avoid her for two years on Top Shift because I was like, I don't want to meet him that oh way. And I don't want God. her to think I only am talking to her because I want because to be I want to be friends with your dad. Oh yeah, um, I had a whole like reputation of being like, um, secret like samuel jackson's secret miss mixed daughter it was like a oh joke on the set you are like such a mess i was so afraid because i didn't know she worked on the show at first and so all i was oh. i had a whole bunch of samuel jackson stuff like my computer background my wallet my shirts like and people would laugh they're like you know who works on the show and that's how i found out she worked on the show I was like but 
Um, so two wow. for two seasons. Yeah. For two whole years, I had to duck, dodge and dip out. Oh my. Yeah. Oh the whole thing. Um, oh but so yeah, like that would be one Idris, obviously. Um, and, uh, and like, don't let me, don't let me anywhere near Janelle, Lupita, Denai, <laughs> Diona, Tessa. Yeah. Tessa may absolutely not. They'll be, they'll be full. I'm just, my friend Iman met Issa Rae and I'm like, I have loved Issa Rae since YouTube. So I was like, what? And she's like, she's so nice. I'm like, I want to beat her. Issa has like the best skin and the pretty. When it came through on her camera phone, I said, oh my gosh, she's stunning. She's beautiful. She's beautiful. Oh my gosh. I'm like, oh. Um, I'm like, I'm also, so I really like her entrepreneur speech where she's like, I did it by myself. I deserve this. <laughs> right. I, it was like, hello. It's like, but she always looked like, like, you got to get a better team. And, you know, when she talked about the balance. Yeah. And that was no. the other thing about the conference. I'm sorry, conference. It felt like a conference, but it was a festival. It was and it was just like, I, um, so mind you, Afros and Audios, there is <laughs> Latrice. That's I have known her for two years. Um, she is heavily involved in the planning with Coach Talib. And I remember, like, we have talked. We had never met in person because, of course, we live in different states, right? I didn't know she was going to be at the conference. Crystal oh. from Dem Black Mamas was also that because she was one of the speakers. I saw it and went, oh, my God, I finally get to meet Crystal in person. So I didn't know. And I think the last time I was, I don't know what me and Latrice were doing. And I, like, we were like somewhere, of course it was like online. It was all virtual. And so let me tell you something. The minute I see you, I'm going to attack you. I'm just going to grab you and hug you. And so she came into a session late. The session already started. So the speaker was already speaking. Mm. And I saw her come in and went, what? And we're and like, you're looking around because other people, because it's like, you know, Basically, it was interactive. Shout out to Quran from Quranism because she was the speaker. That's my Baltimore sis. And you always know everybody's name and show like you're you just you know what I'm I met her you, that you dropped day. the credits so well. But it was like, girl, let me tell you something. Um, I try to because I'm like, I'm gonna give people that credit, especially black women. I'm gonna give y'all y'all credit because we're, we're we're the shit. We're the magical demographic. I said what I said. I'm not mm. changing it. So when I saw her, she was sitting there because I mean the room was full and she was like hi because I thought she wouldn't have recognized me because it's like you know, you see people on like a screen because it was like in one my hair is different because I think it was like my hair was different. Mind you, it's been in braids for like three years now, but mm. still I probably went in different styles. And as soon as the session was over, I ran over to her. She's like, stop it. I'm like, girl, you lucky this session had already started because I was about to attack. <laughs> I was funny. like, she's like, oh my God, I didn't know you were be here. I'm like, girl, I didn't know you were going to be here. That's fine. I said, girl, I was like to meet people in person. So they had an event like after the first night and, and I just looked at Crystal from Them Black Mamas. I said, we are finally meeting in person. She was like, what do you mean? <gasps> We've never met in person. This is like, the weirdest thing. No, and she's like, I'm like, right it's because of, and that's the thing. It's because of like this right now. We're on yeah. Zoom. So yeah. a lot of people are like, what, that's not in person? I'm like, no. <laughs> I just recently met, just two weeks ago when I was in LA, I met somebody that I met because they were a guest on my show a couple years mm -hmm. ago. And we've become friends and family and things like that. And we we happened to fly in at the same time so that mm. I just took them with me. I was like, I'm renting a car. So come to the car place with me and, you know, and I'll take you to the event. The second we met, it was like, 
there it didn't matter that we had only met on zoom for the last right. couple of years like we were instantly right. like ah and we did we we attacked each other we attack hugged and stuff like that right so isn't I, that a mess it's like you're like i've been waiting for this especially I when just, you're like not expecting it to happen yeah like, like you just want to get your hands on someone and you're like you're a real person not just right this voice you don't just live picture. on my computer screen you don't live on my computer screen exactly. you're not a you're not a screenshot on my phone yeah like i can actually see you and touch you and smell you it you is nice. fantastic it is it is pretty cool i will say and then like you know i mean you're i haven't met you yet and i haven't met waiter oh, yeah or, um you're also on the i'm probably gonna cry when i meet you list, so. no yeah i 100 percent think so because i i mean we've been we, we've been together for almost four years now and like we've also had like deep one-on-one talks mm-hmm. late at night ain't got nothing to do with podcasting it's just mm-hmm. you and me you know yeah um, we've been on the same side of fights before internet mm-hmm. fights <laughs> supporting fight. each other through internet like, fights. Did you see this? Yes, the hell I did. What the like, fuck? Oh shit! Um, what the fuck? Who, who I gotta not be friends with no more? No. Um, right. Ain't that a mess? <laughs> like, no, not a person. That's the thing. Stephanie don't ever play that way. I'm like, no, this is not for me. It's like this is not middle school. Okay, yeah. I don't like that person, so you can't, girl. Yeah, make your own. Well, make your own decision. There was one in particular that was easy for me. <laughs> I'm just saying, but um Tyler. Happy gay man, cause you know you gay and stuff. Okay, thank you. We gonna go Thailand. gay balloon cause it got all the colors cause it's gay. Okay. And I got Skittles cause it got a rainbow on it. Okay. And I got the cookie cake. It's a <gasps> be who you are for your pride. Thanks. This is my pride month. Why did you do this? Why are you doing this? What? Cause you're gay. Okay. Hey, Brock. I, I didn't get you anything. Oh, all in your way. Oh, this book is so big. <gasps> <laughs> <laughs>